Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. show that wants to do the right thing in any situation. For example, what is the correct way to clean up after your dog? The answer is to use a plastic bag and the appropriate bins. It is not to tell your daughter that it's an Easter egg hunt for naughty children. <laughs> I'm, I'm Danielle Ward and with me trying to do the right thing today, on my right, like a righteous wind blowing out of an Irish anus, it's Michael Legg. <laughs> and with him, like a cat, politely waiting for you to ask where he went to university, it's John Luke Roberts. <laughs> and on my left, she's double-barrelled, dead-lit, close-range and easily concealed in a coat. It's Margaret Cable-Smith. <laughs> and with her, he's the Ed Tudor pole to George Dawes's Richard O'Brien. <laughs> and with her, it's Andrew <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy with that, yeah, yeah. I'll trade that. Yeah. Let's leap gung-ho straight into the first round, the importance of being right. Like some Belen's cat, I've been all over the internet this week. There are a lot of cats, uh, similes, yeah. aren't there? There are a lot of cats, actually. Were you looking at a cat when you were writing these? <laughs> yes. Uh, here are some real scenarios that I have found on the internet. Margaret and Angelos, this one is for you. Mm. You decide to get a couple of chickens for the back garden. They're great family pets and also think of all the fresh eggs you'll have. Mm -hmm. However, these chickens are noisy and Mm. your next-door neighbour comes round to complain. You've not actually met him before, but wow, you're blown away by them and start a long-term relationship. You even talk about marriage and kids, but nothing lasts forever and eventually they leave you for someone else who has a goat. You're devastated. (laughs) But what is the right way to mend a broken heart, according to netdoctor.co.uk? Have you had a broken heart, Angelus? No, I've never had a broken heart. Um, Okay. And you haven't advised I'm I'm famously cagey about my love life. (laughs) But I know how to mend a broken heart. Okay, would yes. you like to... I think you've got to cut in through the lower thorax and then it's just, it's just a question of getting the right valves lined up, you know, and, and then six to eight weeks rest and that should be OK. <laughs> Margaret, you must have had your heart broken. Look at you. <laughs> I, I, I have never, ever dumped anyone. I've only ever been dumped. Um, yes, and in my experience, you lie on the floor... And then, and then eventually, someone will come and lie next to you. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. 
Robert, so you yeah. had your heart broken, you're a young man. Yeah, a couple of times. Um, no idea how to fix it, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, give it a bit of time, I guess. Time is the great healer, isn't it? You just leave it a couple of hours and then right as rain. <laughs> I, I think the best way to go over a broken heart is um, revenge. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't tell this story, Michael. Okay. Please tell this story, Michael. Oh, go on, tell the story, please. Oh, I'd, I'd like to tell it, Michael. It is a horrible story. <laughs> Basically, um... Oh, fuck, yeah, you're right. Because now that I've thought about this story, yeah, it is quite bad, isn't it? Well, I mean, the thing is, I, uh, I was going out with someone like, a long, long time ago, and she wasn't very nice. And it was I, me. It, it was... No, 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 I would never... Does that count as another dump? Yeah. (laughs) One more dump. uh, A hypothetical dumping counts. (laughs) Um, And um, to cut long story short, no, there isn't a way of cutting this. Cut long story short, I got revenge. (laughs) It was horrible, that. And you never liked her? Oh, no, I did. I really liked her, and then she was really horrible to me constantly. Cool. Well, I'm sorry, the subject was heartbroken. Did you think there was going to be fucking Lassa Go-Go up there? It's the same cure for depression as it is for a broken heart, which, as I understand, is uh, either a KFC bucket, a <laughs> bottle of Coke and smoking. I got dumped by someone and went on a holiday to get away from it all. And I got the overnight cruise to Denmark, and when I got to Denmark, it was shocked. <laughs> The whole country was The whole shut. country was shut. It was bank holiday. Oh, I but see. they mean it. They stick to it. Well, they hadn't locked the doors or anything like that. You couldn't no. get into the country. You just couldn't yeah. get into yeah. the shops. Yeah, I just wandered around. Everything was shut. Uh, it was raining. I cried. Did you solve any murders? <laughs> I didn't. Mm. But I did get a very nice jumper. You How? How did you get How? a jumper? Did you steal a jumper off a tramp? <laughs> Everything was you, shut and you got a jumper. You had so much time, you made a jumper. <laughs> Margaret, if one of your friends got dumped, how would you comfort them? I'd say, like, you know, you're going to talk about this and talk about this until I'm really bored. And then eventually you'll get really bored and then you'll get over it. Take Walton Towers. That's what I do. Stick <laughs> them on a roller coaster. See you later. <laughs> You let them in to walk <laughs> yeah. And Ben, what are the actual answers to this? Anybody close? Who, what does Net Doctor have yeah. to say? Well, there are loads of answers. But actually, I reckon we've got some right ones. Um, yes. Uh, get someone Alton to, Towers? Yeah. Well, yeah. Alton Towers, get someone to look after you. That's about right, yeah? Um, <laughs> Leave you in Alton Towers as well. Oh, I can not say that. That's tip one. Um, tip two, indulge yourself. And maybe buy some luxury fleecy pyjamas and a furry hot water bottle cover. <laughs> Um, but I translated that to be Angelos's KFC. Yeah. 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 Remind yourself just how great you are. Write a list of 50 things that are good about you. And then tip four, make a list of everything that was bad about your ex. And I reckon that's sort of half a point for revenge, kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Talk things through. Margaret gets a point for that. Um, don't dwell on it at the weekend. Um, <laughs> During the week. I'm never on a bank holiday. No, they say... Um, do something positive, maybe join a walking club is their tip for the weekend. Who are these people? Um, the, their last tip is we all feel happier and more fulfilled if we help other people. So try joining a volunteer project. And their tip is Google volunteering and you'll be spoiled for choice. Yeah, but after two weeks you get over them, you're stuck in those places, aren't you? <laughs> Michael, 
and Jean-Luc Roberts, here is your one. For reasons too sensitive to divulge, you've been recruited by MI6 as a honey trap for wealthy arms dealers when they visit the UK. But this can pose problems for your own security, and one night after finishing up at the Birmingham Glee Club, you notice someone is following you as you walk back to the travel lodge. You don't want them catching you and extracting MI6 information from you, but also you've forgotten to bring your cyanide capsule along. So according to the worst-case scenario handbook, what is the right way to shake off a stalker on foot? Well, on foot. In a car, I think, is the best way to share <laughs> I've played Assassin's Creed. Yes, it is a spy scenario, yes. so maybe... You, you find a crowd, and then you climb a building. You hide in the middle of a crowd until they get close enough to a building, and then you climb the building and run away. And I think, possibly, in the real world, you wouldn't have to climb the building. <laughs> and then there maybe, like, take off... If you've got a jumper on, take off the jumper and... If, if I take off my jumper, appearance. that draws more attention to me, I tell you. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah! <laughs> if you jump jumper, tie it round your face like a beard. Exactly. <laughs> or if you've got a beard, um, a flesh-coloured jumper, so it looks... So you sort of cancel out the beard. <laughs> Margaret, how would you shake off someone after your secret? Bend over and fool oh, yeah. them into leapfrogging. <laughs> There's equally, a risk with that technique. But equally, they'll leap over and then they'll get in the leapfrog thing. No, I won't be able to resist it. <laughs> and, that's, yeah, yeah. and then we'll leapfrog into a yeah. chapel, we get married. Oh, God, that was a disaster. Uh, I have stalked. I've stalked two people in my life. I've stalked them. You do I, surprise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. I stalked her for like an hour. I mean, don't you want to know what Kylie Minogue does? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Looks at stuff. <laughs> what was she looking at? She was looking at clothes and giggling. No. Looking at giggling. She was looking at giggling. <laughs> and, uh, and I also uh, stopped the um, singer from Delight. Delight. Lady Delight. Miss Keir. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. Thing is, I, I did stalk her for about half an hour. It was a lot less than the Kylie time because it was quite clear that she knew I was following her. <laughs> so. And how does she shake you off? Dirty looks. <laughs> Angelos, you look like someone who would follow people round. Yes, how amazing, do they yes. shake you off? They just turn round and they say, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, OK. It's yeah, fine, it's fine. As long as I make it clear that you don't want them anywhere near you, there's really nothing you can do about that, you know? It's when, they, when you're hiding behind trees, buildings, under cars, and you really make the effort and they still tell you to fuck off, that's when you're like, shit, man, I tried really hard, you know? <laughs> Should you confront your pursuer? Uh, it depends if they look strong. <laughs> ben, what is the actual answer to this question? Um, you should only confront your pursuer if you're sure they're not dangerous. They're in a public place, so I reckon a point yeah. to look for that. Um, otherwise, keep an eye on them, but do not look back at them. Use reflective surfaces such as shop windows or a makeup mirror to see behind you. Stay in crowds, so that's another, another point. point to Luke. Climb buildings. Uh, <laughs> do not head for home to a deserted place or down alleys. Uh, once you're certain that you are being followed, use these methods to shake your tail. Enter the front of a shop and go out the back entrance. Um, buy a ticket for the cinema, enter the film after it started and leave through an emergency exit. <laughs> or... Do you know how much it is to go to the cinema? <laughs> I would add, just go in your house. That's, that would be my... That would be minus one point, because I just said don't go home. Angelos! <laughs> yeah, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> 
give all the points to John Lee Roberts. Uh-huh. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Alexander Agony, where we read out a real problem sent in by some lost soul to an agony aunt. And then we all say how stupid they were for not discussing it with their mom first. So, let's start off by seeing if you can out-advise a real agony aunt. Michael, I believe you have a letter to read. I definitely do, Danielle. Here we go. Dear agony aunt, my wife's father, age 68, moved in with us recently. He's nice, but seems to be addicted to internet porn. (laughs) I I know that he pleasures himself on our sofa using our laptops when we are out or upstairs. (laughs) He does it a lot. How do I stop him? Catch him in the act. That is the way to do it. Sounds like he's not that bothered. I'm just giving my ideas. Oh, sorry, sorry, go on. What happens then? Well, then he... Well, he's not bothered, so I don't know. (laughs) So it's a wife's husband that's not happy about this. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I just go up and say, you stop wanking on the sofa. Because the old fella's not exactly going to go up to his daughter and say, do you know your husband told me to stop wanking on the sofa? <laughs> you know that, don't you? When it says uses the laptop to masturbate... Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they mean grip it. Because <laughs> you could just put sort of sandpaper on the laptop and discourage it that way. Has he got his own room? Well, it doesn't say, mm. but... They should very, give him his own room. They should let him have a room. I think it's always best to congratulate someone on what they do, and that surely would put them off, wouldn't it? Do you think maybe take a secret photo of him, send it to Moonpig, get it put on a card, <laughs> and then send it back to him? I do now. Yes. <laughs> yes. With a congratulations. Congratulations, it still works. <laughs> when he's on the sofa doing the... Is it just his penis out, or are his trousers around his ankles? Is there flesh on the yeah. sofa? You know, it's, there's, there's degrees of, of problem with... <laughs> your I don't think so. I think when an old man is wanking on your sofa, it doesn't matter what he's wearing. <laughs> no, but do you, do you have other sofas that you could use? You know, he's look. He hasn't got long legs. Sounds like you want to manage the problem rather than eradicate the problem. You're willing to push up with it as long as you've got another sofa to sit on. (laughs) It seems reasonable, doesn't it? Yeah, it does seem quite reasonable. Yes. Angelos, have you ever been caught wanking on the sofa? No, I haven't. But I've just been lucky. Angela 
answer to this. Okay, I reckon that uh, Luke gets the points. Um, the Agonaut was Pamela's... No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. I said let him wank on your sofa. <laughs> That's this sort of right. Answer. Wow. Um, it was Pamela Stevenson on the Guardian website. She says, his sexuality is his own business, not yours. However, I do understand that this is irritating. <laughs> Could you help him acquire his own computer and provide some personal space so he can experience eroticism privately? Get him his own room. That's, that's the oh point. My God. Do not try to stop him looking at porn unless you are absolutely certain it's taking up so much of his time he is unable to function in his life. <laughs> He's retired. And um, these are some of the tips uh, left in the comments on the Guardian website. Um, someone called Attrack says, Not bad for 68. By the sounds of it, they'll be lucky to get the coffin lid down when he croaks. Um, and somebody called Slobby Dosh advises, Reduce the resolution of the screen and they'll think he's going blind. <laughs> they win. They get the points. Yeah. Whoever Slobby Gosh is. Right, so now you've learnt how a real agony aunt does it, let's see how you cope with some of the problems from tonight's audience. Is Kirsty Hulse and Jamie McHale here? Hello. Now, their problem is, we moved to London four days ago. Oh, wow. And we think our flat's haunted. <laughs> what should we do? What's, why do you think your flat's haunted? Uh, because it creaks and I feel a presence. <laughs> OK, where do you come from? Can I ask that first? Midlands. Them, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know that creaking? Mm. It's a good chance um, that it's floorboards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but explain the wood. presence. What's the presence? You know that you're living oh, with someone, don't you? There's yeah. two of you, so maybe you're both sensing each other's presence. You have to prove to us that it's haunted, otherwise we're just literally scratching in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Has there been any scratching in the dark? There was lots of crockery making noises last night. Did you have the dishwasher on? No. <laughs> we don't have a dishwasher. Are you sleeping on your crockery? <laughs> but it's like four days you've been in that house, haven't you? And yeah, you, just and four you, days. You've, you've decided after four days that it's definitely haunted. Well, and look, have, have you bought the house? Houses. No, 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 we just rent. You rent in the house. Whereabouts in London is the house? Holloway. Oh, no, that's... Yeah, haunted. definitely. Oh, Haunted Women's Holloway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes. Haunted Holloway, actually. It's cool, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I think we've all decided that you're both nuts. Yeah. <laughs> some sort of Welcome to London. Welcome. <laughs> there was an advert in the back of the News of the World um, for a haunted ghost tour, and it was saying... A haunted ghost tour? <laughs> a haunted ghost tour. <laughs> <laughs> So they're they're claiming to be the third most haunted place in Britain. If you're going to make up being haunted, you can at least make it more realistic. Really? Yeah. How can you measure the fact that it's the third most haunted place in Britain? I think with a spirit level. points there, Ben, do you think, at the end of that round? I reckon they both got point each. So, it is three and a half to Michael and John Luke and Margaret and Angela also got three. Well, I've spent the whole show up to now asking fuckwits if they know the answers to my questions, but now it's time to ask the experts. Trying to join Mensa in this round, our panel have to pitch their wits against someone whose knowledge far exceeds their own. And this week, we are joined by expert guest, expert pop star, Jim Bob. Hello, Jim Bob. Hello, hello. You're a rock star, really, more than a pop star, aren't you? Yeah. 
Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> he, did, he, did, did... he did say were, though, which isn't very nice. <laughs> now, for anyone who doesn't know, you've had several highlights in your career, haven't you? Well, you're... well, we've all had several It's terrible when you, when you have to explain your start, yeah. honestly. <laughs> you know Jim was in Carter the Unstoppable Sex Machine, you were in Gutted the Musical I wrote, and you were also in the pilot episode of Do the Right Thing. Did you like doing Gutted, Jim? That's a bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah, no, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I did, yeah, of course I did. It was fantastic. Oh, good. I'm glad. Right, panel, some of you may think you know Jim Bob pretty well. But now I'm going to give you a minute to ask him the sort of deep personal questions that will reveal his inner soul. So go ahead. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you. Okay, good. Um, when you were in Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine, um, do you remember playing at the Astoria about 1990? Um, and then just towards the end of one of your gigs, someone jumped up on the stage and thought, right, oh, I'm going to give this stage diving a go jumped off the stage straight into the crowd, but by the time of the end of the gig, they was all a bit pissed off at that, so they just moved out of the way, and this bloke just slammed on the floor like he nearly broke his back. Do you remember that? I do remember that, Yeah, yes. that was me. Thank you. <laughs> Michael, what would you ask Jim if you could ask him anything right now? Uh, now, you were in a musical duo. Now, uh, now two-piece band. Yeah, two-piece band, sorry. Um, and you're obviously, you know, loving being a solo artist. But if you and I, for instance, were to uh, have... A... <laughs> can anyone else hear that? <laughs> yeah. What can we do? Sorry about this. this. We're just... Um... It's a drill. <laughs> <laughs> If you and I were to set up our own two-man band, what would we call it? Oh, wow. Because uh, Carter the Unstoppable Section is a pretty amazing name. Well, yeah. We've got to be that. Well, that was named after the guitarist, whose name was Carter. Well, it was Fruit Bat. That's his first name. Oh, that's so, yeah, yeah. He's got nice fruit, parents, hasn't he? Fruit Bat Carter. <laughs> <laughs> was he an unstoppable sex machine? Uh, he was. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, technically he wasn't, because he's... He stopped. Because he stopped. Yeah. AIDS. I think we should end the whole thing there. I mean... Let's let's give Jim his first scenario. Jim, you are sacked from your band on account of you eating all the hummus on the rider without checking with anyone if they wanted any first. You do this all the time, Jim. I mean, come on, at least ask. But two days later, you get a phone call from them. You've been offered a huge gig next week, opening for a one-off performance of Planet of the Apes, the musical, live at the O2 Centre. They need you back in the band to do the gig. What is the right thing to do? Michael, would Jim reform the band just to support Planet of the Apes musical? No, I don't think he would. I think think that would be the last thing that he would do. I think he'd just stay in bed, cry, do some drilling. (laughs) Margaret. Yeah, I'm not, uh, the the hummus thing. Can you explain? Was that confusing? No, it's not. It's not confusing. It's just the drilling is hurting my head. <laughs> I know it's very distracting, isn't it? It's like the elephant in the room. I got um, <laughs> I got halfway through your question, Danielle, and then just sort of switched off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what was the last bit of it? The last bit is. Jim has been sacked from his band, but then he gets offered a gig for loads of money. Yeah. Does he reform the band? 
Yes. <laughs> right, okay. The man's not an idiot. Jim, have you ever been sacked from a band? Uh, no, I've never been sacked from a band. How Carter were formed, we did split up our last band and then we're offered a really big gig. And rather than tell the rest of the band, we did just form a new band and wrote some new songs and did the gig. <laughs> but if, if I was sacked from the band and they asked me back, I, I think I'd tell them to fuck off. Did you ever see that episode of QI where they were demolishing the building next door? <laughs> Really sorry about the yeah. Starbucks. Sorry, guy. Starbucks is drilling. Starbucks is drilling. Yeah. Looking for coffee. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one for the corporation. <laughs> what would Jim do in this situation, I'm about to tell you? When you're on the road, the tour manager's word is law, and if he says doing a poo on the tour bus is not allowed because the driver would have to pick it out by hand, then you don't poo on the tour bus. However, it's first thing in the morning, you've had a very strong coffee, not from Starbucks, and last night's lasagna is ready to pop. But you're in the tour bus cruising along the US freeway with no service stations in sight. What is the right thing to do? I was told a long time ago when I was doing a voiceover in a recording studio, just go, um, yeah, look, the loser over there, but whatever you do, don't do a poo. And that's what I was told, and I think I was told that maybe five or six times, and for some reason, I didn't hear any of those five or six times, and I went to the loo, and it was, I don't know, a few minutes, and the loo went, you were in there a long time, you, you didn't have a poo, did you? And I went, yeah, and he went, did you not notice the loo was made of cardboard? <laughs> that does explain a lot now. So basically, this man had to put my poo in an envelope and take it away with him. Post it to someone. Yeah, he Post it to the drain. <laughs> Margaret, would you poo on the tour bus? I mean, there is a toilet on this tour bus. I know, but no, no, he has to pick the poo out. At least there's chemicals to, you know, kill off the poo. No, I, I, think, uh, I think the right thing to do is do it in a bag, tie it up, and chuck it out the window. <laughs> that's, that's not what's in your bag, is it? <laughs> do, you, do you not find if you need a poo, um, if you hang on to it, when you finally do it, it's like a lovely tiny orgasm? Yeah, but if, if somebody says you can't do a poo, then you need a poo. I'm not sure. Is that true? As soon as you wake no, up in tell, the morning. Tell me, tell me I can't do a poo. You, okay. you can't do a poo. Fine, then, I don't anyway. No, no, because yeah, but you're not a rock star, so you, you don't want to rebel. Oh. Right. Whereas he you is tell, built you to tell rebel. Him now. Well, no, tell me I can tell do him. a poo then. Tell me I can do a poo. Uh, you can do a poo. Oh, I, just, I, don't, I don't want to do a poo. But it, it, wait till we're in a moving vehicle. Okay. <laughs> Did anybody get close to the answer? Uh, yes, very close. Um... With one detail, put the plastic bag over the toilet. Thank you. Do a poo in it, tie it up, and throw it out of the window. Yeah, that's what I do. Huh? <laughs> 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 what a waste of so, in other words, put it in an envelope and post it to the drain. <laughs> yeah. um, Jim, Bob, thank you for being our expert. Thank you. I'm sorry about the drilling. I said I quite, I quite like it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you would like to plug? I've got a book out called Driving Jarvis Ham. Buy it. Jim Bob! Um, ben, what are the scores now? Sorry for the drilling. It's uh, <laughs> Michael and John Luke have got four and a half, and Margaret and Angelos have got four. Woo! <laughs> 
to do the wrong thing. In this round, I want the panellists to tell me what the wrongest thing to do in any situation is. Most wrong wins a <coughs> clockwork boy. The round will end when producer Ben's tugboat enters the harbour. OK, here goes. You wake up missing a leg. What is the wrong thing to do? Uh, is it put a tiny shoe on the end of your penis and pretend that that is your second leg? <laughs> My dad, uh, who's a policeman, he, he, he um, basically someone uh, arrested a guy in the local town because he was completely pissed, who had one leg. And uh, a bit later on, my dad's out and about, sort of patrolling, keeping our streets safe, when he found a prosthetic leg and went back. And basically, the guy was completely out for the count and they decided to swap prosthetic legs. <laughs> So he woke up with a prosthetic leg that was incredibly shorter than the one that he was used to. I've seen the CCTV footage. It's very, very funny. My uncle Les, he had a wooden leg. He had it blown off in the war. When I was little, he used to just nick it and uh, go and kick footballs around with it. <laughs> what, like it's a golf club? No, like it's a leg. <laughs> enemy dies and unexpectedly bequeaths their house to you what is the wrong thing to do? Bury it I'm not, I'm just, I'm just Yeah, bury it You find an old man wandering around in his pyjamas lost, what is the wrong thing to do? Is it invite him to join a Ponzi scheme? <laughs> Angelos is saying something about the woods You're <laughs> Yeah, I'm just getting in place. He's in the woods. He's in the woods. Did you say the woods? No, no one said the woods. Well, he's wandering around. He could be in the woods. Yeah, let's say he's in the woods. Yeah, he's in the woods. Um, I, um, I, you, I don't know. You don't chop down a tree next to him or something. Um, again, just thinking off the cuff here. Um, chop down a tree him. next to him. Um, and and, and see if it makes a sound. Yeah. Any of them any good? <laughs> You've done one. You can't say any of them when there have been no suggestions. Well, like a disorganised chef, we've run out of time. (laughs) Producer Ben, what are the final scores? Please tell us. Surely. Uh, Margaret and Angela have got six, but Michael and John Luke have got six and a half. Well done to Michael and John Luke Roberts. Cheers, thank you. These two dicks can fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of the show. Goodbye. Do the right thing, you may also enjoy Mustard Comedy Magazine. Jam packed with funny words and pictures, plus huge exclusive interviews with Michael Palin, Graham Linehan, Robin Ince, Stuart Lee, and many more, including guest contributors Alan Moore and Matt Berry. Brilliantly funny, says the BBC. Absolutely cracking, says Channel 4. A satirical gem, says The Telegraph. 
First class, says The Guardian. You get the idea. People like it. Mustard, as seen in the IT crowd, if you look really closely. Get your mustard at mustardweb.org. Mustard is written in front of a live studio audience. Look, there they are. See? Mustardweb.org. Log it into your Interpod now. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.